day eight. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for all the people that listened yesterday, the day before. Um, day eight, Confessions of an Addict. I have eight days in. And as far as sobriety goes, on August 15th, I'll have four months sober clean of cocaine. Now, I know I'm sure there's real addicts out there that's like, no, it has to be across the board. Hey, I love y'all, but fuck you. I'm having a drink, okay? Um, having a drink. That's what it is. I don't really, like I said, I got high, smoked some weed on Sunday. Maybe you're like, hey, you're using other, you know, you're using other things to, to just cope with it. Like, hey, okay, I ain't there yet. Fine. You know, like I said, it's confessions of an addict. That's what I'm confessing to you. I'm confessing I will have a beer. But as far as cocaine, not touching that. And that's good. Getting a lot of clarity. Getting a lot of strength back. Um, the tantrums. That's the main thing I'm really excited that is kind of leaving. I go from zero to 100 real quick. Now, give me that breakdown. Today's topics I like to discuss. First, I like to get out the way. I'm, I'm big on relationships. Everything in this world is based on them. Relationship that you have with the universe, relationship you have with your higher power, relationship that you have with yourself, your family, your girl, it's all big. Relationships you have with your job, with your boss. Every day it's all about interaction. And so it's a major part of my life. You know, they make you who you are in a sense. Or you can make yourself who you are and love yourself. And that's why I haven't been in a long time. Yes, I, I'm fond of myself. You know, I'm very vain. I know that. But sometimes vanity hides the looks or whatever. It hides who you really are. You know, and you brag about who you really aren't. Or maybe who you really are. You know what I mean? I prided myself on being an asshole. Now I'm... I'm it's not cool to be an asshole. I'm trying to break free of that. But I don't think it's good to be sweet either. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's what this whole process is about. So we talk about, you know, relationships. Another topic is about, you know, um, progression. Because this is all a process. I'm progressing. And it's going to be raw. It's going to be authentic. And at the same time, though, it still should be polished. And it still should be well thought out, well spoken. You know, I hope to keep you guys entertained, you know, and I hope with the stories that you are, that you're interested. I know I am. And for ours today, I'm interested in going back in time to the first time, you know. Um, main thing about these drugs for me was was masking the pain was discovering that who I was was something I didn't like, but I did. You know, I was being hypocritical. I wanted to treat people good, but then I wanted to treat people the way I wanted them to treat too. I wanted to treat people the way I wanted to treat them and work them the way I needed to work them. With that being said, I know I said a lot of bad stuff or went on a tangent about my girlfriend and about the relationship. And, you know, each day is gonna be different. There's gonna be days where I feel fucking great and I ain't gonna have much to say, but I love everybody and love the universe. And then there's gonna be days where, you know, I hate every motherfucking thing. And so I'm just gonna be telling it like it is with that. 
I want to reach out to addicts out there. And maybe them addicts can reach out as well and find people that are like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Like, yes, you mad? Come on, tell me what you mad about, what you angry about, what you want. Then I'm not going to judge you. I won't be that guy. Because it's far worse motherfuckers than me. And I'm not saying it to say, hey, look at me. I ain't that bad. I'm just saying it is what it is. And it's a lot of people that needs a lot more help than I need help. This is my process, though. And so with that said, yo, like, my girlfriend is very supportive. She wants nothing more than me to be a better person. She wants nothing more than to see me grow. You know, um, I think what I get caught up in is I don't get what I want. When I don't get what I want, yeah, I throw tantrums. You know, I've lost that control of myself, um, you know, with the drug use and just, just me. I've never really been under control of my emotions, you know. And so if it comes off like I'm going through some bashing session, sometimes it may be that. But I'm always, you know, at this point, I'm just trying to be accountable for my actions and take control of my next move. With that being said, I'll, I'll go back in time. Um, it was, shoot, whatever, subtract eight years from this shit. Uh, no, subtract like 10. We'll go 10. Was it, no, like 2012. But I was doing cocaine like 2012, yeah. And so, um, you know, it was a time where brother and I wasn't really getting along. I worked for him. I hated the job. I drove for a living. Couldn't stand that. Uh girl I was seeing wasn't seeing that much of um, you know which you know what that means Griff don't see that much of you or that pussy Griff getting the fuck on and I remember sitting down at a at her table and I was at her place and she's like you probably think cause I ain't seen you that much I'm fucking somebody else no but best believe I'm fucking somebody else that's why there's this big smile on my face of I don't give a fuck now, I wasn't using cocaine at that time. That came with Angie. Now, I say Angie because, hey, she speaks Spanish, probably listen to the podcast, probably didn't know who the fuck I am anymore. You know what I'm saying? So what the fuck she going to do? I ain't trying to mention no names that much on here. Y'all protected. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Angie's didn't speak a lick of English, man. And she worked at a Pisa bar. And this Pisa bar was a lot of drugs being done there. I won't say a lot. Because most of the drugs are done up the street or at the other bar. <laughs> but I will say, it wasn't the safest environment for me. A black man. Actually, I can't even say black man because they all thought I was Puerto Rican. They didn't get pissed off till they realized I didn't speak fucking Spanish. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway. Um... Through her was friends that I hung with. Hung with these friends because they kept me safe. Everywhere we went, it was like, this is my primo. Don't fuck with them kind of shit. Now, I ain't real tough guys, but they are well-known guys. Whatever the case. I don't want to make it seem like I'm, damn, this motherfucker was in with some Mexican mafia. Nah, I wasn't none of that shit. We just all like, they all like to get high. You know, at the time, it really wasn't. And apparently, I really tried to sell the shit. That was my first inkling was, I'm going to sell this shit. At this, at this one bar that my girl works at. And yeah, I'm going to make money. My boy is the one who put me on to it. Um, my boy introduced me to Angie the whole night. Now, Angie didn't touch cocaine and didn't do none of that. 
She knew what the fuck it was, of course, because it was in her bar. And she knew when my dick couldn't get hard, it was, ah, cocaina, cocaina. Like, that would be her shit. Hey, ain't no fucking coke. I'm dealing with a lot of pressure, you know. I was lying like a motherfucker. Told all the lies. I feel bad, you know. And she wanted me to be her boyfriend, like, after two fucking days. Yeah, she's like, you novio, you novio. I'm like, what? You know, but then when I saw her, you know, oh, you got your own spot. Oh, when we go out, you pay. Oh, you do have a nice body, all that. Hey, fuck it. Yeah, I'm your novio. Shit, yes. I motherfucking hold myself out for a spot and drinks and fucking food. Yes, call it what you will. Fuck it. Um, now you see why I feel bad. Because it wasn't going to be shit. I cheated on Angie with three to four different women. Like, it was what it was. You know, I will be honest. I ain't been the most faithful motherfucker. And I look for any excuse, just like with drugs, any excuse to be doing some fucked up shit. You know, that's my personality. And, you know, something about confessing it here that makes you like, God damn, like, it's fucked up. But it is what it is. With that being said, with all the guilt that I have for Angie... I ended up marrying Angie. She needed papers to go back to Mexico. As far as to get back into the country, I guess. Uh, whatever the case may be. She never even went to fucking Mexico. Okay? Um, so, that was that. But with all the cheating with Angie, I tried not to cheat. Tried to do the right thing. You know, because I was getting high, staying out, lying. Just dumb lies. I fell asleep in the car. Like, really? Fell asleep in the fucking car. Two in the morning, whatever. I would... Whatever. What's she gonna do? Probably don't even understand what the fuck I'm saying. Anyway, from there, we introduced the mother of my child, who I met two months after marrying Angie, some shit. And of course, I don't tell her that I'm married. Of course, I didn't tell her I had a girlfriend. You know? Because personally, she lived in Vegas at the time. So I didn't think I was ever gonna see her again. Matter of fact, exactly what I told her. I only told her that to see if she'd run that test to see if she was interested to be like, why would you think you never see me again? Ah, so you want to see me again? Good, yeah. I have a... I'm very passive-aggressive. Another thing I'm open about. I am passive-aggressive. I push buttons to see how you react. Instead of just saying exactly what I want you to do, I run tests on everybody. So as much as you think I've shared about my girlfriend doing fucked-up shit, I've tested and pushed her to that point. Where she's shown and said, I ain't the fucking one. And she ain't, but she is. You get what I'm saying? Anyway, we fast forward a little bit. So now I'm seeing mother of my child, and I'm married. And I'm lying about both. But then, aha, the universe just hands me a gift. Mother of my child at the time, her ex wanted to get back with her. She mentioned this to me. I was a little upset. Only I'm upset about because when it comes to love and saying you love a motherfucker, I take that shit very seriously. And so when you admit to me that you love me, but then you want to get think about giving your ex a chance or he came back, then you don't know what the fuck love is. You don't, you don't be indecisive like that in my world, in, my, in the way I think of love. But whatever the case, you get this idea like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, go see him and see me. Meanwhile, I still am married. And shit, so I'll just introduce this person at a later date and time. So that's exactly how it plays out. But I didn't know that with all this playing out, with all this playing I was doing, getting high still, that that person would somehow get a hold of the new person I'm dating. So my wife messages her saying that he's married and a cocaine addict. Of course, she 
you know, new chick hits me up like, hey, I just got a message from your wife. Oh, really? Now, I don't know what it is. I don't. I didn't. My lies aren't good. And it kind of upsets me when it's, it's men that really bash women. Like, I'll take up for a woman probably 99% of the time just because based on the shit that I've done. And when men bash women, I'm like, I don't get it. Because a woman's love or whatever they want to believe is stronger than a man's any day of the fucking week. They're stronger than us. Mentally, not physically possibly, but even physically, they have babies. So, you know, that's some shit I couldn't fathom. So, anyway, she believed whatever story. I was like, oh, that's just crazy. She's just crazy that I'm leaving her and moving to Vegas. All this shit. So, and that's exactly what I do. I move to Vegas, finally the shitty job, leaving cocaine behind, leaving all this shit. And I want to say one thing. I want to end with this. It's like I said, I'm doing this progression. That first time I got high, I think nothing of it. It just numbed the pain. It numbed everything. I didn't take it seriously. And so I just want to say on a, on a serious note, life should always be taken seriously. Whether it be a person's feelings, whether it be a person's belongings, whether it be your own self, whether it be your own dreams, take the shit serious. Because the new, you know, new chick, mother of my child, did reach out to a friend who knew of me doing cocaine and said, oh yeah, like no big deal. And that no big deal caused that mother child and us to have this future in this life. Now, I'm not saying I would do anything different, but maybe she could have protected that and preserved that. And that's what all I'm saying. I'm, I'm honest in that aspect of what my lies have done.